Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church in Jersey. Now, I don't know what comes to your mind or to my mind when I say prayer. Obviously, I, I, I'm not asking for, for an answer, but this is me thinking that when I say prayer, lots of things come to people's mind, you know. Uh, some, some may be thinking, oh, when did I last pray? Some will be like, um, no, I, you know, I, I've heard about that before. What's new about prayer? You know, when that's, that normally happens when people have now treated prayer as a common place. And, and some reflect on their experiences with prayer. So, like now, prayer, you have something in your... I, I hope and I, I pray that this, this message will minister something to us. Now, the question is, what is prayer? And I, 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 I'm glad that that was answered before. And I'm not going to attempt to say lots of words to convince us. All right. Um, but prayer is, is basically a communication uh, with, just, I used with for, for a reason. I'm not just saying to God. I'm saying with God because it's two-way. It's communication, you see. So prayer is, is very, very, very important in our, in our lives as believers. You know, when, when we came to Christ, when we, when we were born again, when we received Christ, if such a thing has happened to you, you, you became qualified by that coming to Christ to speak with God. The Bible clearly recalls that we were not a people. Now, we, we didn't have the privilege. So now prayer, I want to emphasize this point that prayer is a privilege. It's an honor. <laughs> it's a privilege that has been granted to us by the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus Christ made it possible for us to commune, to fellowship with God. I like the, what Paul writes in, to the Colossians. He says, he says, for he has made us meet. That the vengeance says, he has made us qualified. It's not a qualification of our own works, so to speak. But Christ made up, gave access to the Father. That's what we need to, to understand. It's a privilege. It's so, it's so of a privilege. You, you couldn't, you, how could I be qualified on my own works to, to pray to God, to talk to God? 
The Bible records he dwells in an unapproachable light. He's the father of lights. He's holy. But Christ made it possible. Now, I'm going to start with this scripture. And I know we have read about it because it's a favorite chapter which the Apostle Paul wrote to the, to the church at, at, at Ephesus. So, in Ephesians chapter 6, do we have that? In, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, 18 to 20, to, to, let's say 19. You know, before that, he was talking about the whole armor of God, that you take up the whole armor of God. And, and he lists the armor of God. But at the end of that, he recalls that you need to pray in the spirit. And the emphasis that I want, what I want to take from that verse is where he says, and pray with all kinds of prayers. The point here is that there are kinds of prayers. Now, this, this kinds doesn't mean that you can pray one prayer today and another one tomorrow or another one. The, the situations, they differ, but also you can apply them at the same time. There are kinds of prayer. And the Bible records lots of them, but hopefully today um, I'm not going to talk about many of them. So there is what is called the prayer of faith. There is a prayer of petition. There is a prayer of intercession. There is praying in tongues. There is a prophetic prayer. There is a prayer of thanksgiving. There is a prayer of praise and worship. Now, I, I know you have, today, I'm, I'm just, time permitting, I will, I will touch on two kinds, on these two kinds, um, and not go on all kinds, because time may not permit me to go through all of them, uh, being me. Uh, Simon knows what I'm talking about. So, I'll talk about prayer of faith and speaking or praying in tongues. Everybody say praying in tongues. Now, praying in tongues, one will say, what are tongues? I'm not going to devote my time to talk about how to do that, how to do uh, to pray in tongues. But hopefully when I'm speaking, you'll pick one or two things. But it's very important that you understand where I'm coming from. Right. Now, we speak in tongues because, number one, Christ made it possible for us to do so. Now, tongues is, is a prayer language, a language that is given by the Spirit. It's the utterance given by the Holy Spirit to speak in a language that you have not learned about or the language that you do not know about. That's tongues. Now, the Apostle Paul, when he was writing his epistle to the, 
to the church at Corinth. At Corinth, at Corinth. So in this first epistle, first, first Corinthians chapter number 14. So Paul, he was, he was contextually, he was talking about the, the, the prophecy, the gift of prophecy, and also speaking in tongues or praying in tongues. But today, when he was doing that, I'd like to pick some of the valuable things, the important things that he said about praying in tongues and why it's important to pray in tongues. And this is what he recalls in 1 first, first Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 2. He says, He who speaks in an unknown tongue, he who prays in an unknown tongue, does not speak to man. Everybody say, does not speak to man. And men in this case, it includes you, including the speaker himself. He's saying he will praise in an unknown tongue. He is not speaking to you. He is not speaking to men. Thank God it clarifies who he is speaking to. Because he says... He speaks to God. So, do you want a guarantee that you are speaking to God? Speak in tongues. Pray in tongues. Because if you are praying in tongues, you are not praying to... Do not worry about people who are there. Because this, we are talking about your individual prayer. You are praying in, in, you, you are making your own prayers. You are not ministering to people. He says, he who prays in an unknown tongue, he is not communicating. He is not talking to men. He is definitely, 100% talking to God. And then it says, that's why no man understands him. Why would, would you want to understand me when I am praying my tongue? When I am praying to God? No. While I'm speaking to this, I understand there is also a time when you pray in tongues and you need an interpretation to communicate what the Spirit is saying. Not only in those circumstances, but also for yourself, even when you are praying, the Spirit will grant you understanding to, of what you are talking about or what you are praying on. But in this case, we are talking about just praying in tongues. And he says, no man understands you. So do not seek to be understood when you are praying in tongues. Definitely someone will say you are mad. Definitely someone will make a comment, but that should not put you off because you are not talking to them. They shouldn't understand you. Right? But then there is another important part which Apostle Paul says, and it, this is marvelous, this is amazing. The reason why it's amazing is that, you know, when I'm speaking, when I'm praying in, in, 
in, in English, or I'm praying in, in French. Suppose, let's say I know how to pray in, in French. Uh, or I'm speaking in, in my vernacular. Let's say I'm praying in, in any other language that I know of or I'm taught, or I'm taught of. Let me tell you that you never have all the vocabulary to address God. Let's say you even have the vocabulary, but you are not all-knowing. What it means is you are limited by distance. You do not know what's happening in another place where you are not. This is where praying in tongues is so, so important. Because when I am praying with my understanding, that's, I like, that's, the, phrase, that, that's the word that Paul uses. In, in, in the New King James Version, he says, praying in understanding, meaning when you are praying with your mind, when you are praying in your language that you understand, when you are praying in your understanding, you are limited, one, in vocabulary, and secondly, you are limited in the knowledge or in the things you should be praying about. That's why praying in tongues is a supernatural thing. It's a spiritual experience. So it's not something that I am generating mentally because the Bible correctly puts it that I do not understand it either. We'll go to that verse in a moment. But this one that we are talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 2, he says, he who speaks in an unknown tongue he does not speak to men, but speaks to God. No man understands him. Howbeit, in his spirit, he speaks mysteries. Everybody say, speaks mysteries. You are asking me somehow in your, in your mind, what are these mysteries? I like the version that puts it, that he who prays in an unknown tongue, he is praying, he speaks in his spirit divine secrets. Everybody say divine secrets. The spirit of God is all-knowing. Now, you are praying by your spirit. So the spirit is praying. Your spirit is the one who is praying, and your mind is unfruitful. Let's open 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse, num verse number 14. 1 Corinthians 14, 14. This is what the Apostle Paul says. He says, For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Who is praying? Is your spirit you? Yes, it's part of you. <laughs> it's part of you. Who are you? You are a spirit who dwells in a body and happen to have a soul. Paul says, when you are praying in an unknown tongue, your spirit is definitely praying. And then he says, he says this, he says, but my understanding is unfruitful. Other versions, my mind is unfruitful. 
That's why when you, some of you, when you are praying in tongues, your mind, if you not, do not control it, it can wander in all places. Thinking about something else, but still praying in tongues. Have you, have you, have you seen that? Because it doesn't take your intellect. It's not in the mind. Your spirit is praying. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, God is a spirit. Oh. God is a spirit. You cannot see God. Right? Right? He is invisible. That's another attribute of God. The Bible says, he who speaks in an unknown tongue, divine utterance is given to someone to speak by the Holy Spirit, who is all-knowing. Which means when you are praying in that instance, you could be praying for circumstances that you do not know about. You could be praying for situations in the future. You could be praying for someone who, who is a situation that you do not know about at that moment. But the Spirit knows. That's why Paul says, no wonder why Paul says, I speak in tongues more than you all. He says in verse 18, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. You, you know, I think he got the revelation. He got it. That when I speak in an unknown tongue, oh God, you are speaking divine mysteries. I'll give you. So one day, I, 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 I happened to, to receive news. I happened to, rec to receive news that someone who was so dear to me and happened to be my mother was not so well. Um, but I didn't know the circumstances, you see. And I had, ever since I received, I got, I, I received the Holy Spirit. And, and, and the evidence of speaking in tongues as an initial sign came on me. I never stopped praying in tongues. And as, as imparted through, through teachings that, as I'm doing right now, that we should always pray in tongues. I started praying in tongues. I was living with, with someone uh, who I was sharing a house with. And he didn't know how to, to console me. He didn't know even how to pray with me. And I, and I remember just going in a, in a quiet place. I raised my hands and I began to speak in other tongues. You see, something amazing happened. Something amazing. Because when I was speaking in other tongues, I heard God speaking to me, and he says, do not worry. Do not worry. You, you, know, you know when he says, do not worry. You know when God says, do not worry. You know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> you are worried, and God says, do not worry. Why should you worry? Do not worry. And then what happened is that night, it was almost midnight. It was almost midnight. And I got the boldness because when you speak in other tongues, it gives you the boldness. 
Speaking in other tongues, it emboldens your spirit. So I said, you know, I was supposed to travel uh, a three-hour journey. I didn't have a car, which means I was going to use public transport. And mind you, it was midnight. And being midnight, it meant that there was no transport to take me where I was going. And I was supposed to catch three public transport systems, which means I had to catch three buses, for instance. But I went to the road, and as I stood on the road, 11, 11, 11 p.m., 12, 12 a.m., midnight, I'm standing there, and I can only attribute it to that prayer, what happened to me on that journey. So someone came, they passed me, and they came back, and they said, where are you going this time of the night? And, and I said, I'm, I'm, going, uh, I'm going to Masuingo. Right? I was in another city, going to, another, to a different city, and said, um, okay, uh, I don't normally take people, but uh, something about you. Then I jumped in. Now, cut the long story short. I go to that place, it was now midnight, and I'm alone in the street. I mean, the town is closed. But I have to go because I, I, through my limited understanding at the time, I only thought that if I am there and I pray for my mom, she recovers. <laughs> I didn't know that, you know, the power of God is unlimited. I can pray wherever I am. <laughs> but I wanted to lay my hands on her. So I'm, I'm standing again, midnight, no transport. Then a, a car passed. He drove back again. And he says, I saw you, but God, this man told me, he said, God told, tells me, told me to come and pick you. I don't have this journey. I'm not supposed to be going where you are going, but God told me that I should pick you. You see, praying in tongues I don't know, but I have an assurance in my spirit that when I was praying in my spirit, I was uttering divine mysteries. I was, I was speaking divine, divine secrets. Maybe I'm, I was rearranging. Maybe I was, I was, because that was essentially the same time that these guys were connected to this miracle, you see. I have lots of other examples of what happened to me when I prayed in tongues in certain circumstances. The other point that I want to, to say is that when you are speaking in another tongue or when you are praying in a known tongue, it charges yourself. It charges yourself. It charges your spirit, your inner man. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 4. This is what the Apostle Paul says. He says, He who speaks in an unknown tongue, he who prays in an unknown tongue, he edifies himself. Like I said, he was speaking obviously in, in context. He then says, 
but he who prophesies, he edifies the church. But the important part to note is that when you are praying in a known tongue, you embolden, you charge. Now, the Greek rendering on, on this scripture of, of edification is, is an example of, of maybe when a battery is flat, right, and you charge it, right? So in the same manner, when you are sometimes low and you're not feeling like praying, but I, it works for me that when I'm in those moments, if I start speaking in tongues, I find a charge. I find a, 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 an invigoration. Uh, I find myself sort of inundated by the power within. You see, when you speak in a known tongue, the Holy Spirit, for some reason, ignites, charges your spirit. So that's another reason why we should be speaking in tongues. You should be praying in tongues. Why else should you, should you pray in, in an unknown tongue? Why else should you pray in an unknown tongue? Because Jesus, Jesus said so. He says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Do you believe that we can cast out devils? Do you believe that we can cast out devils? Jesus said so. He said, who shall, in my name, they shall cast out devils. That is in the name of Jesus. You foul spirit, go. And it checks out. In the same scripture, in the same verse, in the same line, he talks about five supernatural signs that shall follow believers. And all of them are supernatural. That it means is when he says, in my name they shall speak in other tongues, he was not talking about a change in the mindset. So if you used to swear a lot, and when you come to Jesus, you stopped swearing, and you're saying you are speaking in other tongues. I've heard weird things, people saying things like that. That's not speaking in other tongues, right? Because it's a supernatural thing. Jesus said so. Now, when you speak in another tongue, when you pray in other tongues, I'll use, I'll use Acts chapter 10, verse number 46. Here, you know the story. Peter, Peter being, being, being a, a Jew, he was at that point without the revelation just ministering to the Jews. And God gave him a vision. And you know the story. He went to, to Cornelius. Because Cornelius had prayed and had given an angel had appeared to, to Cornelius and told him that a man will come and he will tell you words by which you shall be saved. And on, the, on this portion of the scripture, Peter is preaching. And the Bible says, while he was speaking, while he was, those who heard, I'm paraphrasing, you can see the scripture, those who heard him, 
received the Holy Spirit. And when they received the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, for they heard them speak in other tongues. They heard them. And then it says something remarkable. And says, they heard them magnify who? They heard them who? What? When you speak in another tongue, you, um, you magnify God. You give praise to God. When, when our worship team will be, will be, will be praying, will, will be leading us in worship, rather, I encourage you to pray in tongues. Pray in those tongues. Equally, if you have a situation or a circumstance that a mountain in your, in your, in your life that you are facing, I, I want you to as they are leading us in worship, call it out by name. Be specific. Speak to it. Address it. Believe that you have received. Keep confessing. Say it that you have received. And your miracle, you will see miracle, you will receive miracle in your circumstance. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes. And please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.